0: My concern is much more with black voters getting the right information, getting all of the information, so that they will be informed voters.
1: Ah, yes. Because if they don't get all the information that MSNBC has to offer, then they won't be informed voters because of their race, says Congressman James Clyburn. I'm beginning to think that the Democratic Party is... Kind of racist. Has that occurred to anybody else? I think it has. Occurred to a lot of people. Hey, Dr. Jill Biden, who's not a doctor, was on MSDNC this morning, which is not a news organization. And they had some crazy stuff. They, uh, They project a lot. They inflict chaos on everything, and then they accuse you of creating chaos. It's the old Russian playbook that we know so well that the Democrats have employed here. Got a little Mika Brzezinski moment for you coming up as well. But let's get back to President Trump from last night on the on the Fox News channel, where he had uh, something of a town hall, and it was interesting for a number of reasons. Um he is uniquely president trump there is no doubt about that and you know the democrats they love this this projection thing that and the headlines he said he's going to be a dictator he said it's going to be bedlam he said he's going to seek revenge it's really none of that is true it's but uh, it's uh, it's russian collusion all over again you know all the big stories that uh, the fake news media the corrupt news media gets so horribly wrong and they get it wrong on purpose most of the time because they've been raised to be corrupt, to be morally and ethically bankrupt and corrupt people. It's an extraordinary thing to see. This country has not always been like this, um, not by a long shot. But the left is here, no doubt about it, its effect. And um, a lot more President Trump to get to. Now, uh, one of the, you know, Chris Christie dropped out yesterday. He dropped out of the presidential race you might have heard the thud wherever you were on the planet earth when that happened but chris christie uh, dropped out and and he spent a lot of time i'm not going to play a lot of chris christie audio for you he was attacking republicans and attacking trump which he's got a history of doing but he's attacking every republican the republican party and i i on our text thread with me and michael and uh, randy and and kevin um I texted, looks like Christie's angling for a, a job on MSNBC because his dropout speech was virulently anti-Republican all over the place. It was arrogant and self-centered and self-important and and really made it sound like he was trying to get a job at MSDNC. Maybe CNN, but really MSDNC. And uh, then after... He gave his little I'm dropping out of the presidential race speech. He walked off stage, and he still had a microphone. You'd think that after decades of of uh, life in politics that you'd have some awareness of microphones and cameras and things like that, but, but apparently not if you're Chris Christie. So he walked off stage, and Chris Christie caught on hot mic Before dropping out of race, Chris Christie drops out of 2024. Race takes shot at Nikki Haley uh, while ending his presidential bid. And the hot mic moment, uh, the news media is all over it, CNN and the New York Times and the Washington Post and the left-wing radicals at Politico. They're all over this hot mic moment. And so uh, talking about Nikki Haley saying she's going to get smoked yeah, but not menthol-smoked, just, uh, just regular-smoked, because black votes matter. Christie caught on hot mic ahead of exiting 2024 race. Why do they have to bring race into everything? Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie caught on a hot mic Wednesday saying Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley is going to get smoked minutes before announcing the suspension of his own 2024 White House bid. And uh, here is the hot mic moment. I actually did think it was after he dropped out, but it was before he walked out. So he's already mic'd up. And he starts talking smack. I'll just say smack because we're on the radio. Starts talking smack about Nikki Haley with a wireless mic, you know, clipped to his belt and wired to his tie or his lapel. And here's Chris Christie uh, demonstrating that he's not too sharp. Look, she spent $68 million so far. just on TV. She spent $68 million so far. 59 million by DeSantis and we spent 12. I mean who's punching above their weight and who's getting a return on their investment you know and she's gonna get smoked and you and I both know it she's not up to this should he really be talking about punching above his weight I mean is there anybody in the race that's uh, it's he's got to draw attention to it everywhere he goes uh just uh, just extraordinary so she's going to get smoked Chris Christie and Uh, you know, she spent so much money and we spent almost nothing. That's because you didn't raise any money because nobody thought you had a snowball's chance. Uh, And you didn't. But it's all an exercise in ego. This whole political realm is filled with sociopathic egomaniacs. And uh, I've got to say, Chris Christie, you should probably just, you know, sit down and and try to act like a normal person for a while. Maybe go to the beach, bring a beach chair after you ban everybody else from going to the beach. You you people, just extraordinary. Now, uh, Chris Christie's hot mic moment, and President Trump was asked last night about Chris Christie's hot mic moment after Chris Christie had dropped out of the presidential race. President Trump was on Fox doing the town hall after Chris Christie dropped out, and uh, President Trump was asked about it.
0: You know, Chris Christie was... uh in and uh, he got a hot mic I heard about. I thought actually the bigger story wasn't the fact that he dropped out, nobody cared too much about that, but he had a hot mic where he was talking to somebody about uh, the weather and he happened to say that she doesn't have what it takes, she'll be creamed in the, in the election. And I mean, I know her very well and I happen to believe that Chris Christie is right. That's one of the few things he's been right about actually. <laughs>
1: He plays hardball. He's he's a bare knuckles brawler this guy and you know and he just didn't casually he's just moving along. He's a guy from New York, you know. And uh, just moving along and in the middle of uh, a sentence he just throws in a side thought um, and that makes them go crazy, doesn't it? Well, it, it it exposes the fact that they are crazy. It doesn't actually make them go crazy. It's too late for that. Uh, and the news media loves this this whole, you know, Donald Trump is the agent of chaos. He's the agent of bedlam, as I guess based on tweets or something like that. But uh, the news media is just so incredibly corrupt. And they've been peddling this bedlam thing and this chaos thing. And they, they're very good at taking words and turning them into bumper stickers. And then they use the words in the media thousands of times. And And as their boy Joseph Goebbels said, a lie told once remains a lie, a lie told a thousand times becomes the truth. And that's part of their Russian playbook that the left has adopted here in the United States of America as well. Now, bedlam, bedlam in the country. We've got bedlam in the country. Now we got bedlam around the world right now. We've got, um, you know, ships are being fired at Going into the Red Sea trying to get to the Suez Canal. Now they're having to go all the way around Africa. The Suez Canal is kind of important to global trade. And um, now you got to go all the way around the Horn of Africa, Cape Horn. And that adds a great deal of time and cost, expense, fuel, um, crew costs, all kinds of costs to shipping things around the world and the radical Islamic jihadi Houthi rebels in Yemen funded by Iran using U.S. dollars provided to Iran by Biden and Obama, and the Democrats uh, waging war against civilization off of the shores of Yemen. We have war with Hamas, radical Islamic terrorist army funded by Iran, and the Palestinian Islamic jihad funded by Iran, armed by Iran inspired by Iran, got Hezbollah in Lebanon, attacking Israel. This is all going on. None of this was going on when Trump was president. Now, who's the agent of bedlam and who's the agent of chaos in the world and in the United States of America and in the White House? These people were all terrified of President Trump. He put the zap on the IRGC, General the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, General out of Iran, uh, General Qasem Soleimani, put the zap on him. He was responsible for murdering hundreds of American troops. And, um, and the Democrats were actually angry with Trump about that because they're mentally ill. They're demented. Just, uh, just extraordinary. But uh, Brett Baer asked him about this bedlam headline that the Democrats are peddling. Uh, and boy, oh boy, Axios, radical left-wingers at Axios, with the headline, Trump warns of, quote, bedlam in the country, end quote. And that's it, bedlam in the country, end quote. If he loses election while being prosecuted. Right? Now, that's their, that's their big headline. Um, the news media should actually be reporting that. Because this un-American persecution in New York and Atlanta and Washington, D.C. by activist Democrat radicals abusing their meager power to target the political enemies of the Democrat Party... Uh, and in particular, Donald Trump, in order to secure, let's say, another presidential election and another presidential term, is being noticed by a great many millions of Americans. But President Trump, asked by Brett Baer about this bedlam. Right? With-
0: but when you say bedlam, what do you mean? I think you say- bedlam. I think you look at Joe Biden, it's bedlam. You have a man who can't lead. You have a man who can't find his way off a stage after he makes a speech that lasts for about two minutes. No, I think bedlam is Joe Biden.
1: Non-responsive to the question, uh, a deflection. And it's what he said is true, uh, uh, but you know, I, I, maybe I would say it in a more complete fashion if it were me. Um, He's the actual agent of Bedlam, and the Democrats are abusing their, uh, their powers in New York and Washington and Atlanta to uh, persecute, you should probably avoid that word too, to prosecute me for, obviously, for political reasons, and for their own political gain, and a great many tens of millions of Americans recognize that to be the case. And this is not the way that politics ought to operate in the United States of America. And you're pulling the rug out from beneath 100 million Americans or more. And that does not lead to smooth political sailing. Now, President Trump on this, uh, the dictator thing, right? The, uh, that's uh, That was another one. That was uh, Sean Hannity came up at a Sean Hannity town hall. And he said, I don't know, do we even have that, uh, what he originally said in the first place that led to all this dictator talk that... That was so fake. And it was a town hall. I think it was somebody in the audience that asked him, because the news media was already calling him a dictator. Oh, he's going to be a dictator. His inclinations are dictatorial. He, The Democrats and the media, but I repeat myself, peddling this line that he's going to be a dictator. Now, he was already president for four years. Was he dictatorial when he was president for four years? Was he a dictator? Joe Biden and the Democrats are mandating all this other stuff, and Michelle Obama wants... Uh, forced trickle-down, make it mandatory. They're much more dictatorial. They're the left. This is what actually happened a couple of months ago now, I guess, on the Sean Hannity town hall.
0: The media has been focused on this and attacking you under no circumstances. You are promising America tonight. You would never abuse power as retribution against anybody. Except for day one. Except Look, for. He's going crazy. Except for day one. Meaning? I want to close the border and I want to drill, That's drill, not, a, that's, drill. A, that's not, no, no. that's not retribution. I got I'm going to be, I'm going to be, you know, he keeps, <laughs> we love this guy. He says, you're not going to be a dictator, are you? I said, no, no, no. Other than day one, we're closing the border and we're drilling, drilling, drilling. After that, I'm not a dictator. So that, okay? that-
1: now everybody's laughing and cheering and clapping and whistling and having a good time because he's doing shtick. But they take him literally when it's inappropriate to take him literally, and then they, they don't when it is appropriate to take him literally because they're filthy corrupt. They're the filthies, the filthy people. So that's the whole thing that led to this, yeah, I'm going to be a dictator day one. I'm going to close the border, secure the border, and I'm going to drill, drill, drill. Uh, energy, independence, control our border. How dare you? Then this came up last night with Brett Baer and Martha McCallum on the latest Fox News Town Hall with President Trump. He's using this.
0: This is just a political ploy. Trump is a dictator. He wants to be a dictator. You know, it's interesting. I did a show, Sean Hannity. Did you ever hear of him? He's a very nice man. (laughs) And he said, essentially, you're not going to be a dictator, are you? Tell me. I think he was trying to give me a nicer question than maybe you guys would. He meant it very well. I said, I'm going to be a dictator For one day, we're going to do two things. The border, we're going to make it so tight you can't get in unless you come in legally. And the other is energy. We're going to drill, baby, drill. After that, I'm not going to be a dictator. After that, I'm not going to be a dictator. So So you weren't saying no, no, and the press picks it up. So I said, I'm going to be a dictator for one day. They cut it. They go,
1: I'm going to be a dictator. But they cut the rest of the sentence. Which is what they do all the time. Um, it's uh, it's called being corrupt. That's what it's all about. And here's the headline today: Trump again vows to be a one-day dictator in Iowa town hall. Donald Trump says he will be dictator for one day to achieve two things. MSDNC nine hours ago: the chilling effect of Trump's dictator-for-a-day remarks. This is, uh, they take what you've said, they change it until it's not what you've said, and then they attack you for what you didn't say. That's our news media. Remember Russian collusion? Remember the origins of the Wuhan Red Death? Got to keep in mind who this media is. And this is not chaos now, but there was chaos under Trump. There was no war in Europe, no war in the Middle East. Our border was secured, uh, $1.85 gas, $1.87 gas. And uh, carjackings were unusual. It's chaos now, it's bedlam now. And the Democrats are dictatorial, not Trump. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com Uh, Chaos bedlam outside the White House when President Trump lived in there. 2020, the riots by the Democrats forced a curfew in Washington, D.C. The National Guard was called out in the streets of Washington because Democrats were rioting and burning and looting, torching churches, forcing the evacuation of the president and the first family from the White House. And if Republicans knew how to message anything then uh, this would be common knowledge among uh, everyone, and the news media wouldn't be allowed to ignore it the way they corruptly do. Just uh, just extraordinary stuff. Again, the New York Times, September 17th of 2020. They call them protests, they're riots. Protests near the White House spiral out of control again. Washington's mayor imposed a curfew and activated the National Guard, the, uh, the New York Times said, September of 2020 weeks before the 2020 election, and in May of 2020, Trump took shelter in White House Bunker as protests raged. They're riots. They're not protests. Protests are peaceful. Riots are violent. As protests and violence spill over, Trump shrinks back, the news media said, meaning the Secret Service evacuated him to the bunker. Here's a little sign that the Democrats are in charge. You know, bedlam, rioting. No, riots. Political riots are normal in the United States. And George Floyd was just an excuse for orchestrated and organized Democrat Party left-wing violence, mob, street political violence from coast to coast, which they normalized and then were outraged by on one day and one day only. Isn't that amazing? That's your left. That's your Democrat Party. The Daily Caller has a story. Uh, which is worthy of note today. It's an exclusive. Second largest foreign owner of U.S. land is a Chinese Communist Party member. Is that going to be a problem? Not with the Democrats, it's not. The second largest foreign land owner in the United States of America is a Chinese billionaire, who it has been determined is a member of the Chinese Communist Party according to a Daily Caller News Foundation review of Chinese-language news reports. Chen Tianqiao, a former chairman and CEO of global investments firm Shanda Group, owns approx- approximately 200,000 acres of land in Oregon, according to Land Report. Chen also has extensive ties to the Chinese government ranging from CCP, Chinese Communist Party, Communist Party, China, membership to exclusive roles in CCP-affiliated organizations, according to the Daily Caller News Foundation review of Chinese language media reports. In 2015, Chen acquired 198,000 acres of Oregon, according to Land Report. The $85 million purchase made by Chinese National the 82nd largest property owner in the United States, the second largest property owner who is a foreigner. Bloomberg reported second only to a Canadian family that owns more than 1 million acres of Maine. We should kick them out, too, after what that uh, Dudley Durong did uh, arresting the reporter for asking a question of a Canadian government official. Dudley do wrong. That's a pretty crazy story. And uh, the Democrat Party is fine with that. Because, you know, the Chinese, they've funneled millions of dollars to the Biden family, too. Womp, womp, womp. CNN today with a kind of an amusing, accidental, amusing moment. They've uh, got a graphic on the screen. The lower third, as they call it. Lower third. Today, colon... They love their colons. Trump to campaign from court by attending New York civil fraud case. I'm sorry, he's campaigning. That's what that and they they smugly, arrogantly, dismissively, derisively, mockingly refer to the former president and Republican candidate, Trump to campaign from court by attending New York civil fraud trial. When the Democrats. Have imposed gag orders on the former president of the United States, trying to silence him. They have imposed gag orders on his attorneys, imposed gag orders, gag orders on, on uh, people around him from his administration. And now CNN, which is a disgrace to what used to be known as journalism, Trump to campaign from court by attending New York civil fraud case. Sure, right. That's what he's doing. He's campaigning. No, he's defending himself against the left-wing radical political lynch mob that uh, is the Democrat Party abusing all of the power that they have secured. Extraordinary. That came from Michael Palka today, actually. Uh, Fun stuff. Yeah, and we were going back and forth. We were talking about uh, they, they had, I guess they had Katie Porter on today, did they? CNN this morning, I think, had Congresswoman Katie Porter on. And we know Katie Porter for one soundbite and one soundbite only, really, because she's not a very bright woman. She's a a left-wing Democrat, a dimwit from California, which makes it a little less surprising. And um, Katie Porter is famous for torturing her children, a nine-year-old daughter. This is more than, probably a 10-year-old daughter now. Um, And again, uh, studies show that If you identify as liberal, you're much more likely to raise a mentally ill child. And uh, this is just one more indicator of that.
2: I told my nine-year-old daughter that I was going to be speaking with you. And I said, what do you think about climate change? And she said, the earth is on fire and we're all going to die soon. And I asked her how that made her feel. And she said it made her feel angry.
1: Made her feel angry. I predict mental illness in that nine-year-old's future. Uh, there's, uh, there's really no doubt in my mind that that's going to happen. And Mike Opelka and I were texting this morning uh, about this, and, and uh, Mike raised a good question. Uh, did anybody fact-check that? No? CNN should have, maybe the Washington Post should have checked for Pinocchio's, the earth is on fire and we're all going to die soon? I fact-checked that as false. Here at the Chris Plant Show, we occasionally fact-check the fact-checkers, and we might as well go ahead and fact-check the liars, too. Uh, but she's going to raise a mentally ill child. Probably, I, I, I predict uh, gender issues in the near-term future for her nine-year-old daughter. I, I don't want to go out on any limbs here. But mental illness, and uh, definitely related to gender issues from Katie Porter's daughter, who was uh, raised to believe by her mother, a Democrat congresswoman, that the earth is on fire and we're all going to die soon? We're all going to die soon. That's what her nine year old is feeding back to her. Where are the fact checkers on that? They, they should fact I'm uh, Sorry, Congressman Porter, we rule the earth is on fire to be false. We rule we're all going to die soon to be false. We give you a bottomless Pinocchio, which you can take on vacation with you. That's uh, that's pretty extraordinary stuff. Your Democrat Party, and again, they they accuse how many hundreds there? I think there are documented well over 500 violent riots by the Democrats from coast to coast, because George Floyd died of cardiac failure while he was being arrested for yet another felony. He died because there was so much fentanyl and methamphetamine in his bloodstream and THC, but you know that might have helped level it off a little. I don't know. Uh, Extraordinary stuff. And the Republicans just don't know a message anything. Of course, the news media does most of the messaging for the Democrat Party, right? Trump is a dictator. The Democrat Party is not violent. Two profound absurdities. Boy, I am telling you. Our news media. Remember Russian collusion and uh, the origins of the Wuhan Red Death and masks, surgical masks for the Wuhan Red Death and... And vaccines and vaccines having no negative effects and vaccines meaning you won't get the COVID virus and then uh, vaccines mean meaning that you won't die yet you, you even if you get COVID you can all of these things were giant lies and all of our news media and the Democrats peddled all of these lies endlessly and now uh, January sixth and that's the only riot that's occurred in the last hundred years pretty amazing. Honestly, if I were defending the January 6th people, I would have played videos of all the riots from coast to coast with the Democrats and explained that the Democrats normalized this behavior. And a, a small number of people on January 6th uh, had it into their head. They were under the impression that this was all perfectly acceptable because and then I'd show the news media saying it was mostly peaceful and and that this had been normalized by the Democrat Party. And uh, these people apologized for 90 minutes of misbehavior. So Sally, so Sally, just amazing. You're a Democrat party, and uh, and CNN with their Trump to campaign from court by attending New York civil fraud case. That's campaigning. Interesting. Gag orders on presidential candidates. How kalakalaka third world. How banana boat. How extraordinary. Oh, let's get back to President Trump from uh, last night. We didn't even finish the dictator part. There Anyway, let's get to the, get to the dictator part. Um, President Trump, because the Democrats say you're going to be a dictator, and they're going to make it mandatory that everybody believe you're a dictator.
0: I am not going to be a dictator. I'm going to manage like we did. We were so successful that the country was coming together. It was actually coming together and coming together well. It was a beautiful thing to see, and we're going to do that again.
1: And we're going to do that again, and I'm not going to be a dictator. But again, I read you the headlines from today about President Trump being a dictator, and once again, it came up last night, and they're attacking him again for saying quite explicitly, I'm not going to be, and I was making a joke, and it was Sean Hannity, and I'm going to secure the border and drill for oil. Uh, But that's our news media. The most corrupt institution in the United States of America, even more than the FBI. That's right, I said it. Extraordinary. President Trump on uh, the influence that he has just by running for president.
0: We have a situation which I believe the stock market goes up because I'm leading. I think if I wasn't leading, the stock market would be 25% lower. Well, I think there will be a crash if I don't win.
1: (laughs) Well, it wouldn't be all surprising. Another four years of these people. Can you say these people? Um, I think you can. You're talking about Joe Biden and the gang. They're white, so you can say whatever the hell you want about them, right? Martha McCallum asked about uh, President Trump's choices for VP.
3: Who would be in the running for a vice president?
0: Well, I can't tell you that, really. I mean, I know who it's going to be. Give us a hint. I'll give you... We'll do another show sometime.
3: Well, what about any of the people who you've run against? Would you be open to mending fences with any of them? Oh, sure, I will.
0: I will. I've already started like Christie better. (laughs)
3: Christie for vice
0: president. (laughs) I don't don't see it. I don't see it. That would be an upset. Christie for vice president. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to announce.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Chris Christie is vice president. That'd be funny. Anyway. Uh. 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 President Trump mocked Ron DeSantis a bit. Said he'd be working in a pizza place if it weren't for him. Uh, Then he said maybe in private practice as a lawyer because he backed him as governor and and he uh, believes correctly that Ron DeSantis has not been loyal. That's true. Um, But we'll uh, leave that for another day. Now let's get to uh, MSDNC this morning. Mika. Mika. Mika Brzezinski, the semi-inflatable flotation device of a third wife for Joe Scarborough, interviewed Dr. Jill, not a Dr. Biden, apparently at the White House yesterday. And it couldn't have been more of a fluff job. I mean, this is professional-level Pornhub fluff. This is... This is pretty extraordinary stuff. Uh, Dr. Jill being fluffed by her pal um, getting a tongue bath, Mika Brzezinski.
3: Potentially another four years in the White House with everything you do here. Does yet another one give you any pause? Thinking of, like, the personal health and well-being for both of you, the division in this country. Yet another one. The cruelty of MAGA Republicans against your family. Does any part of you once in a while think, oh maybe we bow out. You know, that's
2: why I want to go through yet another campaign. Because I think, as Joe says, democracy, our freedoms are what's on the line. And so Americans have a choice. Mm -hmm. You know, they can have strong, steady leadership, Mm -hmm. someone fighting for democracy, Mm -hmm. or they can choose chaos and division.
1: Wow. The talking points are—and Mika, there looking squinty-looking, concerned. Oh, the cruelty. The cruelty. Such cruelty. Have you ever seen such cruelty? Actually, that's the uh, Monty Python. It's uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Uh, Bring out your dead. Uh, Boy, this is just extraordinary stuff. It's good to be a Democrat. The cruelty of the MAGA Republicans to your family— I'm sorry, you're taking tens of millions of dollars from enemies of the United States, America, from China to Russia to Ukraine to Kazakhstan, honestly.
2: Oh, have you ever seen such cruelty?
1: (laughs) Ever, ever seen. It's it's, uh, Blazing Saddles. I apologize. It's not even. It's Blazing Saddles. Michael pulled the soundbite. And, uh, correct me, Yeah, democracy is on the line. It's chaos or democracy fighting for democracy. He doesn't know what he's fighting for. He doesn't know what month it is. He's just looking forward to his next episode of Hazel. That's all, in, and a bowl of, of pudding. That's all in. Democracy on the line. And, and NBC pays this woman millions of dollars to pretend to be a journalist. Uh, this is Soviet-style propaganda that we're living with every day. Uh, Mika and her pal Jill.
3: What do you think when you hear Trump Republicans calling you the Biden crime family? Organized. Or <laughs>
1: organized crime family. I
3: have one congresswoman. The Biden crime family sold out America, Marjorie Taylor Greene. He's a liar. He's mentally incompetent. Um, unless Clearly. Unless we can talk about what let's go Brandon means. Mm-hmm. But you have U.S. senators holding signs that say that. Biden it's ca- hard to realize our country, isn't it? I mean,
2: to look at it, what we
1: It's hard to realize to our country.
2: What um, we used to have. The other side, the extremists have turned this Extremist. country into. I mean, we would never see things like that, say, 10 years ago.
1: Yeah, before you guys started burning and rioting and attacking police stations and courthouses and sustained attacks that go on for 100 days and thousands of police injured and dozens murdered and billions in property damage and attacks on the police and defunding the police. You're right, we never could have imagined any of that kind of chaos and bedlam.
2: The United States States of America witnessed an insurrection. I think Americans
1: an were just
3: stunned by that. I guess they're being called uh, by the front-runner, Republican front-runner hostages, those who were... Or patriots, <sighs> you know, as he, he doesn't call them. What they were, insurrectionists,
2: dangerous extremists.
1: Now, again, uh, Vladimir Putin's political enemy is in prison on a charge of extremism. And you may remember Victoria Newland of the Obama administration who explained what they're up to these days.
2: It is classic Russian uh, technique to blame on the other guy, what they're planning to do themselves.
1: Ah, yes. And those terrible extremists, the insurrectionists. Yeah. You know, an insurrection is a, uh, a violent uprising against an authority an established authority or government. You guys committed insurrection in Seattle and Portland and Chicago and, and uh, the city, the list of cities is too long to get into in a three-hour show. You are insurrection itself. You define insurrection and apparently have problems with erection as well. Ah, yes. Now the radical left-wing Politico reports today that January 6th committee staff met with lawyers and agents working for Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis in mid-April of 2022 just as she prepared to convene a special grand jury and hire her married boyfriend who she was boinking and pay him hundreds of thousands of dollars to go after Trump. So she was colluding with the White House, her boyfriend had meetings with the White House and her agents had meetings with the January 6th committee because the Democrat Party is a lynch mob and uh, their target is Donald Trump. Now, um, let's go, I, you know, I really want to get to, well, all right, let's do Dr. Jill. Dr. Jill, it's not clear if um, Joe Biden is actually a man anymore after today, which is kind of weird.
3: To those who say I can't vote for Joe Biden, he's too old. What do you say? I say his age is an asset.
1: Aha! Aha! Now, i got to get to Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, let's get to Whoopi from The View today. Uh, dictator is back. I'm
0: going to be on day one. I'm going to be a Dictator. Who says it to you, tells you, I'm gonna put you people away. I'm gonna take all the journalists, I'm gonna take all the gay folks, I'm gonna move you all around and disappear you. If that's the country you want, you know who to vote for. Oh, if that's Martha. not, if that's not the country you want, you have to make a decision.
1: All the journalists and all the gay people are going to be taken away. I'm going to be a dictator. Now, last night he just I played the audio for you. But ABC News pays her millions of dollars and all the morons uh, around that table, millions of dollars, to say things like that which are so completely detached from reality and from the truth. It's so ignorant, so incredibly. And I got to tell you, this is why Donald Trump has a very serious security problem wherever he goes, because of rhetoric from the left, from ignorant expletives deleted Like Whoopi Goldberg saying truly outrageous things like that. And ABC is fine with I think that's under ABC News too, that show is. Boy.